Hello out there in podcast land and welcome back to Spoilers, your movie review podcast and the Rat Pack Podcast Network. We're the show that takes apart movies, usually bad ones, and we make fun of them. And in the end, we give you a little bit of enlightenment and uh, we recommend whether you should watch it or not. My name's Hollywood, the host, and I'm joined by my two regulars, Adam, introduce yourself. Hello. And Maestro, introduce yourself. Hi. <laughs> and today we're watching The Cabin in the Woods. This came as a user request from a user named Sea Salt. Sea Salt. He left us a review on iTunes. Uh, if you're listening, Sea Salt, uh, we can't see it on iTunes. I don't know if you. I don't know if you did something. I I have heard that if the person's not in America, you can't see it on iTunes. Oh, like it's weird. Okay. So I don't know, Sea Salt, if you're if you're a foreigner or something, foreigner like foreign. fucking like t- yeah. talking down on him. You bastard. You bet. You foreign bastard. <laughs> This was a request. He requested a bunch of movies. Yeah, well, just to be safe, though, we'll review it again and again. Yeah. <laughs> a couple, couple thousand reviews would be fine. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. Uh, one of the movies he requested was this one, The yep. Cabin in the Woods. Yeah. The Cabin in the Woods. The? In, 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 in college football, if you went to Ohio State, you go, The Ohio State, meaning there's only one. Meaning oh. There's only one Cabin in the Woods. Okay. And since I'm a big horror fan, horror movie fan, this is this is the epitome. This is so meta that I, we'll, we'll get into it. Okay. Yes, Maestro. Um, I believe that um there is another cabin in the woods. <laughs> I'm sure that there's plenty of cabins and plenty of woods. Is um, that- uh, it was uh, it was actually un- inhabited at one point in time, twice actually, by Bruce Campbell. Yes. Well, that's Evil Dead. It's right. still a cabin in the woods, but it's not called cabin. Well, in there's the woods. also it's cabin been in the three woods movies. In, what Slither? It's been in three movies. The same cabin. Okay. This cabin? Not that cabin. Oh, see? This is the cabin. It's not this really a cabin. The cabin in the woods. This is the, yeah. It's it's not really a cabin. It's, it's a cabin in it's, the same way the mansion is a mansion in Resident Evil. Well, it's just like a ward. It's only the top piece you only see, but it actually goes down deep right. in something just else. It's like the mansion in Resident Evil. You don't really call it... What? <laughs> what, what? What? The mansion in Resident Evil. The movie. Oh, okay. Oh, uh, yes. All right. And we're back. <laughs> <laughs> well, sea salt. You're in for a treat. Yeah. This movie is directed by Drew Goddard. You familiar with that name, Adam? No. Drew Goddard was a writer on Buffy the Vampire Slayer and what's the show you like by Josh Whedon? Firefly? Firefly. He wrote a, he wrote a lot of episodes wait, wait, wait. with Josh Whedon. Is he Spike? No, he's no. a writer. He's not in I, Firefly. I, I thought I, I thought oh, it was James Marsters that was a different yeah, guy. Never mind. I'm sorry. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. Uh, this movie was written by Drew Goddard and Josh Whedon. They both wrote it. The guy who directed the, both Avengers movies. Okay. Mm-hmm. This movie stars Kristen Connolly, Chris Hemsworth, Anna Hutchinson, Richard Jenkins, and Bradley Whitford. Richard Jenkins and Bradley Whitford yeah. are the two office workers. Ah. Okay. Richard Jenkins is the bald those, I one. Love those guys. Yeah. Those and guys Bradley Whitford is the merman one. Yeah. <laughs> that, I like that guy. And every, every time I see him, I'm like, hey. Those are two great character actors. Yes. Like whenever they're in something, I'm in. Right. Absolutely. Like no matter what they're in. Let me with a brief synopsis. Five friends. Actually. This synopsis does not do this movie justice. This okay. synopsis does not explain anything about this movie. Okay. Well, what's the synopsis? Five friends go for a break at a remote cabin in the woods where they get more than they bargained for. Together, they must discover the truth behind the cabin in the woods. That so if I was explaining nothing. this movie to somebody, this would sound like a really shitty yeah, horror movie, right? That, I'm, not, I'm not interested in that. Little do you know yeah. what's fucking really happening. This this movie, there's... there's now, it, Adam, I don't mean to cut you off. Yeah. Adam is not a... Very f- no. big fan of horror movies. His favorite horror movie is Event Horizon, yeah. which we've done episode four, episode five. Check them out in the archives. Yes. That's the only horror movie Adam told me that he actually liked. Silent Hill is is a contender. Okay. Silent Hill and Event Horizon are the, the my horror. When I, when I think horror movies, I think mm-hmm. those two movies. And uh, all the other, like, <laughs> grabbers. Good God. <laughs> that was a comedy. No. Horror comedy. This is actually a horror comedy. I was going to ask you Cabin about this. Woods. Like, I, I, I haven't seen a whole lot of horror movies. Yes. This at points it's like okay it's a horror movie and at points it's like I don't, it's, it's like not trying to be a horror movie it's like trying to be a comedy yeah I feel like um Cabin in the Woods is a horror comedy and which one was the other one you're talking about the one that you Grabbers had? yeah that's a comedy horror how did you forget about Grabbers <laughs> I told you to say it that's all right. <laughs> ah you bastard that took that took home a couple of awards in the spoilers <laughs> I don't know I don't remember which ones it took home but uh, worst movie of all time no 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 the worst the worst movie that one was uh. What's the Chuck Delta Norris Force. one? Delta, Delta Force, Force right. one. <laughs> We're bringing up the spoilers because that is coming up. Yeah. Where we review the uh, quarter of the movies we've done yeah. in the run. So this will be 26 through 50. Yes. Or 27 through 50 because – or 27 through 52. The math starts getting The math's off because Spoilies <laughs> was episode 26. 
Ah. So it'd be, yeah, 27 to 51. Yeah. Something like that. Guys, I love this movie. Cabin in the Woods. I love it so much. Uh-oh. Are you ready for this? No. I brought, you brought prizes. my official Cabin in the oh. Woods visual companion. What the? Oh, this God. gives you info on stuff in the movie you didn't see. Plus, it's a copy of the original script that Joss Whedon and Drew wow. Goddard wrote. Plus, it gives you interviews with Bradley Whitford and Richard Jenkins and the guy who played Thor and cool behind-the-scenes cool. photos. Interesting. Can you can I get this on that? Amazon, Adam. Oh, yeah? Mm-hmm. Cool. If, you, if you're going to go to Amazon to buy this uh, Cavern in the Woods visual aid guide, make sure you go to our website first. Click on the banner on our page. It takes you to Amazon. Do your shopping as normal. doesn't cost you anything extra, but it helps support the show. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You're doing that too many times. No. Yeah. Yeah, yeah dude. This movie. for me? You want to, want to know why I love this movie so much? What's that? It even gives you a fucking map of the cabin. No. This book is so awesome. I want to see that. I would okay. have liked to watch that movie with that. Yeah, me too. No, you have to watch the movie and then look at this. Okay. Oh. Okay. Okay. I am a big horror movie buff. Like, I love yes. horror movies so much. I that's, feel like you've said this before. Yeah, that's my favorite genre. <laughs> right. The, I, the reason I love The Cabin in the Woods is because it gives you sort of an understanding. The way I see it, every horror movie that's ever existed took place in this world. Okay. Where there's, um, what are they? Puppeteers. That's what the stoner calls them. Yeah. Where there's puppeteers manipulating the situation. Why are these teens having sex? Oh, because they put pheromones in that make them horny. Why are there? Why is there always a dumb jock? Why is there always a nerd? Why is there always a slutty girl? They explain it. Why does the girl always drop the weapon? Because they shock the handle of the fucking weapon. Okay. Genius. Genius. So meta. These guys know what they're talking about. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Okay. When you explain it that way, it makes more sense. Because you, you had mentioned before that this is kind of a blueprint for horror movies. And I was like, I don't yeah. understand. If you, when you put it the way that you just phrased it, yeah. now, okay, it, it makes it, much more sense. The way I interpret it as that every horror movie you've ever seen takes place in this world. This explains horror This movies. explains every horror movie. Okay. That's why the Japanese horror, there's a Japanese crew yeah. in the thing that takes place in, in Antarctica where there's Swedes. But that's like the Swedish crew. Yeah. yeah. So it takes place... Around the world, every big European horror movie, there's a European crew doing this to them. That's right. not always a cabin in the woods, like uh, like a Nightmare on Elm Street took place in a in a a dream in a dream world. But you can argue that you know they manipulated it. Now we, we should probably explain way. what's happening because people oh, yeah. they don't understand. Yeah, I haven't seen the movie yet. You have to see this movie. Yes, like this is something you have to sit down and look at. Yeah, usually I'm not, like I said, I'm not a big fan of horror. This is a, a one that I would probably recommend. It wasn't my favorite movie, yeah. but it was it was worth the watch, uh, at least. And you didn't know anything about it going in. Not you had no clue. Like, the no. first scene are the office workers. Yeah. Bradley Whitford and Richard Jenkins. That, that's why this movie did a very good job of building my interest as it went on. Like, okay, what's happening? I don't understand. I got to find out what's happening. Mm-hmm. And they just kept, like, little pieces start Coming in like, okay, but what does that mean? Yeah. And then once it all comes to focus, like, oh, this is, wow. Yeah. That's interesting. Yeah. And then it's also stupid. But yeah. I'll get to that later. Okay. <laughs> oh, I have one fucking big problem with this movie. Okay. As much as I love this movie, I have one huge problem that right. really I have pisses me off. I figure out. I, I, let me think. Is it plasma shields? No. Okay. No, 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 no. No. Because that was freaking weird. Okay. So how do you want to do this? This I feel like this movie you can't really break it down. Do you yeah. just want to go talk about different parts of it, well, or do you want to go scene by scene like we always do? Well, we do have to do it. A is kind of hard of some sort of our own. Well, I, I think uh, if you haven't seen the movie yet, watch it first. Pause. Uh, yeah, pause the pause, movie. Come back. Go to Amazon because we're watch we're, the movie we're through there. The, we're about to uh, like our namesake. We're going to spoil this movie right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think we talk about the overall premise and then start from the beginning of the scene by scene, so yeah. you can kind of explain it as it goes along. Okay. There's so, these five. It's it starts off like any dumb horror movie. There's five uh, college kids who go to a cabin in the woods, and then fucking monsters try to kill them. Right. Yeah. But it explains why monsters are trying to kill these five archetype of characters every single time. Yes. It explains why all horror movies in the past followed the same rules through through history. Oh, and it gets super meta, dude. Wait till we get to the to the end where where uh where they reference the ancient ones and all that yeah. shit. Oh, it's going to get meta. Very here. Cthulhu. Yeah, so so these, these five people that go to the cabin, it's, it's all kind of been preordained. It's all like it's all like they're saying puppeteers. So it's, it's all been set up in a way mm-hmm. that it's going it's meant to happen this way. Yeah. So the the people in the office that the movie starts off with, they're they're kind of they're the puppeteers. They're they, they, there's the cameras and everything, everything's set up, so they're yeah. monitoring everything to make sure certain things happen in a certain way. Now, 
the the point of all this, I don't I don't think we need to get into the point of it, but it's it's all being orchestrated. Yeah. Like uh, it, so, in this world, this is hard to talk about. I, in the, <laughs> so we find out that in this world there are ancient gods. Yes. So we have to sacrifice you the youthful people yeah. who fit this archetype, which are the asshole jock, right? The slutty girl. Yeah. The virgin girl. The, the fool. The, the intellectual. The intellectual. And then the fool. And the fool. Right. Which is usually like your fat guy, the fat friend, the stoner, yeah. the guy who loves to drink. He falls in those categories. Yeah, the jock and the slutty girl are usually paired up together. Yeah. Uh, the that, scholar. the world works. The scholar tr- may, will or will not try to go with the slutty girl, and then the fool is kind of on his own. Right. Yeah. Generally, they're for comic relief those, type of things. Yeah, those are the archetypes. So they have to be sacrificed in order for our world to maintain and stay in balance. Right. And, uh, wow. This is, if you're, if you have still haven't seen this movie, you're going to be like, what the fuck's going on yeah, here? Yeah. Because even from the beginning, the, the slutty girl, she dyed her hair blonde. And then we find out from the chemical department yeah. that we put that blonde in her so that way it can make her slutty. Yeah, like the, it, it, the chemicals the, go into her brain. It, it's inside. Well, they they use a word for like um, her regression or something. Mm-hmm. Her, her cognitive ability goes down because the chemicals they put inside the blonde dye mm-hmm. are going into her brain and making her uh, stupider. Yep. Uh, and then they eventually put hormones in to get her hornier. And then the puppeteers, the office, to the two guys, they're pumping in fer- pheromones. Which yeah. explain why in every like slasher movie there w- always you die sex. when you have sex. Like they yeah. make you horny, and th- you I die. love that they make Thor an asshole like Jock mm-hmm. when he's not because uh, he's like, yeah. the, the stoner. Right? Yeah, the stoner guy goes. Yeah. I, I don't. I've never seen him drunk like this. Like all of a sudden he's he's a big like asshole. He's a sociology major. <laughs> yeah, and at the beginning you, you get that at the very beginning mm-hmm. where he's talking. He's talking to the Virgin Girl about like uh, read this book instead. It's it's better and you'll sound smarter than the professor. So you. you when you first meet Thor, well, because of how he looks, I'm instantly thinking he's he's gonna be a dumb jock guy. Yeah. But then he starts talking a little bit smart, like, oh, that's weird. Uh-huh. But in my mind, you're still a dumb jock because, well, you're Thor. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, and that, that kind of ruins it for me. And if I hadn't seen Thor yet, then maybe I would have uh, been able to buy it a little more. Oh yeah, I thought it was before Thor. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So do you Thor. guys want to just go for the beginning? That's kind of the gist of what happens. Yeah. Like, there's th- these people are being manipulated by these office workers. Yeah. yeah. So the, but the question is, yeah. is, like, they go to the cabin uh, as a group, as a friend thing. That's my question. Yeah. Is why do they go to this specific cabin to begin with? Somebody, it's, it's, it's Thor's cousin bought the cabin, so they're going there. So somehow they were manipulated to think that yeah. his cousin owns that cabin. Yes. So they right. all head out there. So that's that's the that's the, the setup. Yeah, that's the setup. That's how they're getting everyone over there. Yes. Right. Okay. That's that's I think the what I feel like I, when I first watched the first time around, I missed. I didn't really catch that. Well, because as as they're getting ready to leave, uh, as soon as they leave the uh, the apartment, there's a guy on the roof saying they've left the they left the nest. Yeah. So like, okay, so from and the on beginning, they've already been monitored way ahead of time. Yeah. Yeah. So whatever it took to get them to go to the cabin was done by these people. Okay. Yeah. So in some way, shape, or form, which explains the blonde. Yeah. The blonde die. Yeah. Job. Oh, the movie opens where they mention something about 1998. Yeah. So I looked up online what that could be referencing. So. What happens is every year this ritual has to take place. And like I mentioned before, there's countries around the world doing this. And the Americans fumbled the ball in 1998 because of the chemical department or the chemistry department. That's okay. the department she was in. Yeah. Chem. 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 The chem department. I looked it up and I found an article about the 1998 reference. Okay. The 1998 glitch could be a reference to the movie The Faculty. Do you remember The Faculty? Yeah. <laughs> Where you have to snort that crank to, to like. Yeah, uh, dry the alien out because they're the, based on water. The T, the T one hundred, T one thousand. Yeah, he's the football coach. Yeah, the film has all five archetypes. The fool is Clea, du- Clea Duvall. The jock is the ginger guy. The whore is Delilah. Scholar is Josh Hartnett. Some might argue he's the fool, but he is not. If you've seen more than ten minutes of the movie, and the virgin <laughs> could be Elijah Wood. Oh, none of the five archetype characters die. The monster, the alien, that blonde girl, is killed by a homemade narcotic. Am- Amphetamine cooked up by the scholar, aka the chem department's fault. Ah. Now, since America failed, other countries have to pick up the slack, right? Right. So you're thinking, well, if America failed, who picked up the slack? In 1998 in Japan, a movie called The Ring or Ringu came out. So Japan saved our ass in 1998. So that's what they're referring to. Did I did I make this even more meta? (laughs) Is your mind fucking blown? (laughs) That's pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. So 
they stop in a gas station all the way to the cabin in the woods. And this is in every slasher movie where there's an old man yeah. local who's like, don't go up in those yeah. woods now. Warning you. Yeah. yeah. This guy, he's the harbinger, which you find out later. His name's Mordecai. Mm-hmm. And he calls the, the blonde girl, oh, yeah, for a whore. Yeah. For a whore like yourself. And he says, I wouldn't go up to those woods because, you know, judgment's going to come for you, boy. Yeah. To Thor. Yeah. It's, it's very, that was a weird. Uh huh. I mean, yeah. I understand, I understand it's like, it has to be there because it's a horror movie. Yeah. But it, it felt like, all right, that was. But it explains why in all these horror movies, yeah. Yeah. that character exists. You right. see? Yeah. The meta going on. And yeah. then, and then also, I like how after that, after they leave, he switches back to a normal guy again. And it's like, like non-mortal. Oh, the phone call? Yeah. yeah. That, Am that, I on speakerphone? That was hilarious. Yeah. He, he calls up to like verify, hey, the kids are on their way up the mountain. It's like, all right, now you make sure you get what they get, what they're coming to them. Judgment will come up. Am I on speakerphone? And they're all laughing. They're like, oh, no. <laughs> oh, what are you no. talking about? Like, oh, sorry. Let me, uh, let me, let me fix that. That's right. rude. Yeah, I don't know who's yeah. in the room. Yeah. Then he goes back to the voice. Yeah. Judgment will come upon their souls. Yeah. I'm on speakerphone again, aren't oh, I? Am I still on speakerphone? Yeah. <laughs> oh, I did it again. I don't know how that, that was hilarious. <laughs> that, that was great. So I have a question for you guys. Yeah. So to get to the cabin, they have to go through a tunnel. Right. Yeah. So as the Winnebago goes in the tunnel, there's a bird flying and it bam slams into an invisible force field shield, which yeah. Maestro, I, you said you had a problem with. Yeah. Okay. I have a question for you. Okay. Would you have preferred to not know that exists and see Thor crash into that and be like, what the fuck? Yes. Or do you think they had to set up the bird hitting the force field first, which when the Thor th- kill happens, it's like, oh yeah, that's right. The bird crashed into that. Like, I, which would you have preferred? Oh, you, you take that one first. I'll go in a second. I, I think the bird should not have been there. Okay. It, it would it, it would have been a better shock if Thor tried to jump and just right. bam. Exactly. Okay. Because now you already have it in your mind. So when once you, yeah. when, when Thor is going to go do the jump, you're like, oh, this is not going to work. Yeah. There's, there's no like. It's just but not. then you. But then for some people, they might forget. They might have been like, "What the fuck was the point of that?" Oh. And then when the the Thor guy hits, nah. oh, okay. I think I think it would have been better as a surprise. Okay. Make sure. What was your problem with this? Well, I feel like if they didn't put the bird at the very beginning, it would have been an easy out. And it's like, oh yeah, we have a, we have a this wall taken care of by some sort of invisible force field. We just thought about it up, so boop, there it is, boop, he's dead. And it doesn't make sense to me. Mm. So in this world, a Truman Show like dome exists. Yeah. So you have all this amazing technology, but their office that they work in has really shitty like computer technology, <laughs> and that's another part of the problem. That's one of the yeah. problems okay. you had, Maestro. Is that yeah. that's the Jurassic Park theory. Oh they yeah. Spread no expense, but they got a manual door to <laughs> yeah. open. Yes. Right. Okay. <laughs> that's right. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> all right. So they they get into the uh, the cabin and they're uh, going to the rooms, and uh, one of the one of the first things that. I don't know why the scholar guy, he takes a picture down from the wall and it uncovers a, a two-way mirror, uh, which this is now how you, I guess, cements that he's a good guy. That he's, uh, because he tells her, no, don't take your clothes right. off. Right. She's, she's, she's like changing and he could see her. It's a one-way mirror or two-way mirror. So mm-hmm. she, she can't see. Uh, so at that point, you're like, oh, shit, this is, this is kind of a creepy cabin. You're like, mm-hmm. all right, well, at least I got that part taken care of. And then you find out, oh, there's cameras everywhere. Mm-hmm. This is when you start like... Because up until this point, I did. You're like, you're like, how does the office workers exactly. tie into this? I had no connection. And then the, the cameras, boom. Yeah. You see that they're being monitored by. Right. Yeah. And then, but then at that point, I'm like, so why? What's? Yeah. Like, what's gonna happen? Yeah. This, this is what I was talking about. It, it built a curiosity that was like, all right, now I need to. This, I'm, 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 I'm committed to seeing how this movie goes. Adam, one thing you always mention is if, if a movie, kind of one of your rules yeah. for like your world is yeah. if if you can give me a solid premise like if your characters can buy into the rules of the world and if you give me a re- yeah. a, a reasonable enough premise I'm I'm I'll buy it. Yes, yeah. S- set up the rules to whatever world you're in, whether it's my world or or yeah. a, a fantasy world, set up the rules, the premise, and if I find it believable, then Did I, you find this believable yes, how they Okay. Yeah. One thing that I found hilarious, hilarious, Louis C.K. joke, um was uh the bets, yeah. yeah. And all the departments <laughs> were taking bets on what monster they were going to summon up to kill him. Yeah, right. that was my favorite part. And on the on the, I have it in my trivia, but I'll okay. read you the names that were referenced on, okay. on the whiteboard. And <laughs> there's an intern, and he's like, uh, "Can I get the zombie torture family?" Oh no, uh, maintenance already has him. Yeah. Oh, maintenance maintenance picks him every year. If they're creative, they wouldn't be in maintenance. Yeah. And then the intern's like, okay, well, let me think. Um, who would you go for? And Bradley Wood goes, if anything, I just want this moment to end. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> he was awesome. Yes, that was good. So everybody's taking bets on what monster they're going to summon. Yeah. So uh, apparently, they have to make their way down to the basement. Yeah. And inside the basement, there's... 
There's what, what trinkets. I would assume hundreds, maybe thousands yes. of different trinkets. Yeah. The, the monsters that you see later each has an object that summons them. Right. So they have the concha shell that will right. summon the merman. Right. The 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 round the sphere yeah summons the, that's supposed to be pinhead at him yeah. is it yeah. yeah from Hellraiser okay. um, instead of pins in his head this the one has blades. saw blades right but in the in Hellraiser they have a puzzle box okay so in this one it's a sphere box it's oh. a sphere a puzzle sphere okay mm-hmm. and interesting yeah so um, so that was that was an homage to that yeah so everyone's tempted by one like one guy has sees the shell and he wants to blow into it and one guy has the music box which I have a problem. Okay. He started playing that fucking music before she started reading that poem. So why the fuck didn't that music box creature with the crazy face show up? Maybe he didn't finish the, that's true. the musical thing. Uh, that's true. Same way she had to finish the, the poem or that's whatever. That's true. Oh, that's right. As soon as she was done with the poem, the hand right. comes out of the grave. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. See, this, this part to me was weird because, well, now it makes perfect sense yeah. because I know how, I know what they were oh. doing. But they put a lot of drama and emphasis on like, oh, she's about to put on the necklace. He's about to blow the cock shell. He's pressing the buttons on the box. Yeah. It's like, what? Who cares? Why, why is this so dramatic? <laughs> yeah. This is way too dramatic for just like playing with things. Uh-huh. And then, but now we know, okay, the, the, uh-huh. the, those were all different options for what could have been summoned. Yeah. yeah. I mean, like, can you imagine the possibilities? Oh. I don't, why, why isn't there more movies of this? Like, like prequels. The, the, like, all with the show different zombies oh. and stuff. Oh. I don't know. This, this is goldmine. This is like endless, endless possibilities. There's yeah. thousands of monsters. This movie, it didn't do too good in the box office, and pe- people just didn't get it. Isn't it a cult classic now, though? It, yeah, you could say this is a cult okay. classic. More people have seen it on Netflix well, they're than they're all kinds of bullshit. Why not bring this back? Yeah, do like prequels of the world of the office workers. Yeah. All, all the different zombies and what, yeah. or, or the merman. Monsters. Yeah, the merman. Oh, your boy, Bradley Whitford. <laughs> His money's on a merman. Yes. And, well, that was great. And, and when they finally pick, uh, she reads a poem and it summons the zombie torture redneck family yeah. or however it's pronounced. Yeah. And Bradley Whitford's like, man, I really wanted to see a merman. Yeah. <laughs> like he was yeah. all pumped yeah. out. Yeah. Like that's, that's his goal in life is to see a merman and all, during mm-hmm. all the simulations, nobody ever picks it. Yeah. Apparently if you blew in the conch shell, that was what was some of the merman. Yes. He's like, he had it up to his lips. He had it in his <laughs> hand. Yeah. <laughs> oh boy. So as the night progresses, the uh, scholar, because he's a scholar, yeah. he knows well, some. She, she, she read the poem, some of the family, so they're coming out of the graves. So they're coming out of the graves uh, slowly because they're zombies. Yeah. And out of nowhere, their archetypes start fitting the mold. Thor becomes an asshole jock. Yeah. The slutty girl starts dancing and starts hitting on the stoner guy. Yeah. Uh, and the stoner guy, by the way, I forgot to mention, his weed yeah the weed that he has whatever it is whatever it is it's it's not working against the the stuff they're pumping in the yeah. air to turn them into the archetypes yeah we, we find that out later but during the whole time yeah. he just seems like he's, he just keeps smoking pot the whole time right but he's like something's not right he's guys like, he's like weird puppeteers there's yeah. something wrong what's happening here like he's questioning everything in there right so he's, he's like onto it yeah and we know he's onto it yeah he, that's something real everyone else is like oh you're just being stoner dude you're, so, yeah. well, you're way too baked bro yeah <laughs> <laughs> oh, what did you think of his coffee bug that turned into a bong? Oh, yeah. <laughs> when he first drove in? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. What did you think of that? That was weird. I was very confused by that. Okay. I, I didn't realize it was the coffee mug because it just looked it just like he was hotboxing the entire car. Like the whole car <laughs> yeah. it was a bong. Uh-huh. Then, like, he was just uh, like the opening of the windows, like taking the carb out or whatever. Mm-hmm. It just seemed like a giant bong because it came in and like, all right, obviously that's the that's the pothead. I mean, yeah. it was like his, his, his archetype. Ar- ar- archetype. That that one, yeah, uh, is it was already like didn't need to be adjusted much. Yeah, because <laughs> like, that was it. He's the fool already. Yeah, yeah, that was uh, yeah. So, uh, <laughs> Thor and the blonde, they go out to the they go outside, and they're gonna they're gonna have sex. Yeah, and why again? Why all these dumb college kids have sex? Because the office workers pump pheromones into the air, which make them really horny. Right. And the scene I liked was when they're outside. They increase the 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 light of the moon yeah. to to reflect a certain part of the of the forest that they're in. They're like, let's go there, right? Well, because she was saying it's too dark, we can't do it. Mm-hmm. Hey, it's brighter over there now. Yep. Now you don't have an excuse. Like whatever excuse she had, like mm-hmm. oh, I don't want to do it. All right, pheromones. Mm-hmm. That's too dark. A little lighter. A little light. <laughs> there mm-hmm. you go. Yep. All right. And <laughs> and uh, she starts uh, taking her clothes off, and we forgot to mention there's a new guy on set. On, in the office, he's ex-military, yeah. right? So he's like, "Should we be watching this?" And the two guys go, "We're not the only ones watching, kid." Right. Which could be a metaphor that here's my take on this. Oh. Every time we see a horror movie, yeah, this is happening like sort of live. 
Okay. So when they're saying we're not the only ones watching, that's us, the audience, watching oh. along with them. Okay. And the thing I mentioned about the old gods was some people in this companion piece yeah. and online on blogs, some people think that the old gods represent us. That Interesting. horror movies have to do have to do this to please us the horror fans or the oh, audience. I didn't think about it. There's that some theories, cool. yeah. Okay. That where you can think that way. So when they say we're not the only ones watching, it could be a slight reference to us and Sea Salt and everybody else watching this movie. Right, right, right. I, I assumed it was like the, the higher ups, the director yeah. people are like, yeah. all right, they need they need to be satisfied or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But no I like your idea better. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean that's just stuff I've read on blogs and stuff. Okay. Yeah. So uh so she takes her top off, and then uh, she soon gets dispatched. Yeah, one one of the zombie chicks uh, comes up. They and, stab like, her in the hand. Yeah, stab her in the hand, and then like they both start freaking out. Uh, he starts fighting a little bit. He's like winning, and then like, he gets taken out he, by somebody he else. He gets stabbed, and uh, the the big. I'm guessing he's the dad of the family. Yeah, like, the big fucking monster. Huge, yeah. he has a bear claw as a weapon. And yeah. He spins it around, and he hooks her, and he drags her away, and they cut her head off. Right. Yeah. And then it goes back to the cabin. And he's trying to decipher, the scholar's trying to decipher the Latin. And, no, yeah. they're, yeah, they're making out. And the, the pothead goes outside to take a piss. And you see the, the girl with missing the arm. Yeah. In the, in the foreground. Yeah. And you think that he's going to attack her. And then Thor shows up. He's like, run! Yeah. Get in the house! So they, they, they get in the house and they start freaking out like, oh, something, so there's something happening. And somebody started coming through the door. Yeah. It's the, the big guy at the big door. Guy. Yeah. They, they lock the door, which I feel someone that size should just knock a wooden door down. Yeah. Like, whatever. I'll, I've, I've come along this far. I'll accept it. Right. Maybe the zombies have certain rules. Yeah. Maybe they don't know how to go through walls. Like, yeah. Oh, now there's a wall here. They have, their they have their one weakness is wood. Yeah. <laughs> oh, like Green Lantern. Yes. The Golden Age Green Lantern. Yeah. Don't oh. ask. Uh, it's, so, uh, it's okay. Don't worry about it. Right. <laughs> so, uh, what just happened? <laughs> Thor says, we need to go room by room, stick together. No matter what, we cannot be separate. Yeah. So the office workers are like, fuck. Yeah. So uh, Richard Jenkins, the bald one, goes, don't worry. Let the master work. And he pumps something in the air. That that was stupid to me. Where, that was so where, started. Where Thor's like, wait a minute. This isn't right. We should split up. And the scholar is like, yeah. And the pothead's like, what? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Now, I understand the pheromones make you horny, but yeah. I don't know what kind of chemical makes you take back a decision you just made. Hey, dude, made. in this world, you don't know what these chemicals can do. They have fucking invisible force field domes. Who knows what technology exists if, in if this world? Can, if, if they had chemicals that can do that, then this whole thing would be, like, useless. Every time they do anything, boop, up, do what, you, do what we want. Up, do what we want. Well, exactly. You're trying to leave the cabin in the RV? Oh, no, you're not. Yeah, that's why the that's why the new guy, the new soldier, tells them, "Why are you betting when you can determine the outcome?" They go, right. "Oh, well, we control it as much as we can." No, but it's it, ultimately their it, choice. I thought it, was, it has to be their choice because yeah. if it's not their choice, then this all of this doesn't actually work. Yeah. Okay, but then, but it wasn't his choice, then. they took Thor's choice away. Yeah. No, no, no. no there was cho- it was their choice to choose the item. Right. But that was it. But at, at, from that point forward, they can make them do anything. Then. Mm-hmm. So at, from that point forward, then. Well, in in the movie, the guy that was smoking the pot had his own laced version, which counteracted everything they were wanting him to do, and he was the 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 pivoting like catalyst to to going askew from their plans because he couldn't be controlled. Right, but I'm, I'm, okay, so you can't control one guy, but you can still control everybody else. It just it's like it's, like if you're gonna play that card, this is my Superman argument. So if he, you have laser vision. Use mm-hmm. it all the time. Yeah, if that'll stop so many things. Why? 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 You just oh no! I'm gonna I'm gonna punch him. I'm gonna try to fly fly over there and punch him in the face. Yeah, shoot him with your eyes. <laughs> you have those. Use them. Why don't you use them? Mm-hmm. Laser, nope. laser everybody. Uh-huh. Oh, that guy's trying to rob a purse. Laser the calves. You can't run. All right, next. Don't hate on my movie. <laughs> <laughs> why are you looking at me every time? No, I'm just saying. If, if you if you have. This, if you have this game-ending power, uh-huh. always use it. Yeah, that's what, true. At what point do you not you start using that? That's true. Yeah. But maybe they have to like die a certain way. Like maybe this is like part of the ritual where they well, have to do this, they have and to they have to ultimately order. kill. Yeah, they have to die in a certain order. Well, it doesn't matter the order. They just can't have the virgin die. The virgin has, the virgin the virgin has to die. live. Yeah, the virgin right. you, or die I, last. It's, it's a choice. It's a yeah. choice. Yeah, live or die last. Yeah. So meanwhile, we find out that every country around the world, their cabin in the woods scenario is failing. Yes. And it's come down to Japan and America, and Japan fails. That was weird to me too. Oh, because of the frog and the whole. Yeah, it's like all of a sudden it cuts to a bunch of girls in a circle uh-huh. praying or humming hymns. Yeah. It, uh, surrounding this uh, mm-hmm. ring type girl, and then she goes into the thing. Yeah. 
Yes. What's your point? I can't imagine a scenario in which the girls are like, hey, let's start singing songs around her. It's ba- <laughs> well, a lot of times it's based upon child child rhymes of stories like that. Yeah, but it, but it, it, like a second ago, she was like ripping some girl's like head off or something. Yeah, yes. then I'll cut to oh, they're singing songs around her, and she's standing there. Maybe they figured out how to beat it. Uh, it's, uh, uh. it's possible. You have to- I, I I I sorry, Maestro, continue. Sorry. No, go ahead. Go ahead. Okay, I have a note that says. Hold on a second. Okay. <laughs> the Japanese girls being put in this situation make no sense. They're all little girls. There is no jock, slut, fool, etc. Same thing with the Swedes. The you don't see the no, Swedes look like it's the the thing. Yeah. Scenario with Kurt Russell. If that scenario is supposed to be the thing, there was no slutty girl version, etc. But then we find out from the director it's different in each culture. Yeah, I was about to say. Yeah. So yeah. I retract that. All right. That yeah. Mm-hmm. So oh, she- another thing, yeah. well, okay. well, the, the the slut dies, at yes. which point the, uh, the the two guys in the room they they pull a lever, yeah, and that and it pours blood into a, a stone thing, which symbolizes yeah. that her blood has been spilt. Where's that blood coming from? I don't know. Wherever they wanted to come from. Okay, but if if that blood is what fills the stones, it's not. It's not coming from the people. Well, that- no, it's not. The blood. You're saying it. Yes, I knew. <laughs> you tell you tell me that the blood. You're thinking that the blood from the sacrifices are actually the blood that's coming down into the no, stones. No, no, that's not what I'm saying. Then I'm completely lost. Yes, I don't know. The the, the blood. They they pull a lever. Blood fills the thing. It fills the stone. The outline the of the outline of the their archetype and right. the, that's carved into the stone. If that part is necessary, why do they have to actually die? That blood's already there in in the room. <laughs> Go pull all the levers. Give them their blood and be done with it. Probably because it's not based upon just that. It's also part of the ritual, but not necessarily part of the entire part of it. If the death needs to happen, yes. then let it be the death. Yes. If it's yeah. the blood that needs to happen, let it be the blood. Why can't it be both? Because that doesn't make sense. Why not? Because then because then it's false. Why? Because at one point, they think somebody dies. They pull the lever. He's not really dead, but the, the ritual kept going. Yes. So like, all right, so why do they need to die at all? Just keep pulling all the levers. Get, uh, get them the blood. Wherever you got that blood from, that's magical blood that fills the stones. Just use that all the time. Well, unless, of course, they're, they're actually watching and they have to see it happen. Semantics. Not, not just, necessarily semantics. Because they're talking was, about the old ones not watching. Actually, you know what, Adam? They might explain it in the screenplay. Okay. The one you can get on Amazon? Oh, take a look at that. Yeah. Because yeah, that, that was another thing that was like, all right, that, that doesn't make sense. Yeah. Make sure you can get it on Amazon. Yeah. <laughs> He yeah. threw the little. Yeah, here you go. No, we'll take, take a look at, a look at, at it. Because yeah. you're not going to be paying attention. Yeah. Uh, so Mattis ensues, and fucking they leave the cabin. Oh, we're led to believe that the stoner dies. Yeah. So they pull his lever. Right. That's what I'm and saying. And then the blood spills. Okay. So part of the ritual. Yeah. Complete? It's not. Yeah. Well, no. It's yeah. not his blood because he didn't die. Right. Yeah. So I don't know. I guess they have blood on supply. Right. It would, it would make sense if it was the blood of the person that died yeah, who yeah. was filling the thing. But then how does it get there so fast? It's true. I was like, eh, that was a weird part. Like, all right, that that was not necessary. Mm-hmm. Okay. They leave the cabin. They're going to get in their RV and head through the tunnel. So we find out the demolition did not blow the tunnel. Right. So Richard Jenkins runs across the building and he's hot wiring stuff. And right when they're about to leave, boom, there's a yeah. blowout. So they got to reverse. And they're like, fuck, it's right there. Now, the, the the reason that maintenance said, they were like, well, we didn't get any orders. We didn't get an order. No, they said there was a glitch from upstairs. From maintenance? Well, they No, they- we found out later on. All they said was that there was a glitch. We didn't get an order. But then- when yeah. they think that it's all over and they're at the little party, yeah, they say, "I'm telling you, there was a glitch from upstairs." Like, How can it be from upstairs? And that's when the director calls or yeah. whoever the fuck that was. Well, the problem I had with that is, yeah. why do you need an order? Isn't this part of the procedure? Yeah, that's true. As soon as they go through the thing, collapse the tunnel. They, yeah. they said it should have been done hours ago. Yeah. So that's like as soon as they pass through, bring it down. Why do? Yeah. You, why do you? I don't know. See. So now the force <laughs> field comes back into play, right? Because Thor is going to jump the the yeah. thing on a motorcycle. On a, it's not even a motorcycle. It's, it's like a, it's like a mo- No, what is a dirt bike? It's a dirt bike. Yeah. It's a dirt bike. Yeah. yeah. Well, actually, dirt bikes are actually pretty good. Yeah. Cause yeah. it's lightweight. Well, they're meant to do those kinds of jumping. Yeah. yeah. So it's believable. Yeah. I, I, I don't know much about motorcycles and canyons and. So he's ready to do the They fuck- got a really big suspension so they can actually take the ground when it yeah. hits. Right. He's ready to do the speed, dude. Yeah. Fucking jump in the bus. Right. <laughs> yeah. So he's going to jump and then bam, he slams on the wall and that's when Jules, that's her name, the the virgin. The virgin. That's when Jules figures out that we're, yeah. we're being controlled well, yeah, by these puppets yeah. and stuff. The, the Shaggy was right. I don't yeah. know what's the, the, the he's Shaggy to me. The, the oh, okay, yeah, 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 that I makes sense. Yeah, like Shaggy was right the entire time. He mm-hmm. knew we should have been listening or whatever. Yeah. Wait, so are you telling me that the virgin is Scooby? No, the virgin is just virgin. No, well, no wouldn't virgin be that nerdy girl Velma? glasses? That would Velma? be the scholar. Oh shit. 
That'd be the dude. I don't think they're meant to be archetypes. Well, technically, yeah. I mean, like, there's, like, Fred is the jock. No, Velma's he's a smart the... guy. They're no, all smart. He... No, Fred, he's, Fred. Yeah. no, he's not. He's a, he's, a, he's a leader. That doesn't mean he's smart. Well, he's not dumb. Yeah, he is. Oh, I don't remember Scooby-Doo, I guess. All in, okay, basically, uh, okay, this is a side tangent, I know, but still. Um, <laughs> in, uh, Scooby-Doo, Fred, Fred Jones is actually not smart, but he has an obsession with traps. That's pretty much as far, it's, it's a cartoon. Go run with it. Okay. Alright. And then Daphne, which is only caring about Fred and basically getting into a date with him for children and for adults, it means getting into his pants. Basically, that's basically what it means. So Velma right. is the scholar that always does the jinkies things and always figures out certain things. She's a scholar through and through. Okay. Shaggy's the fool, give and take. And then that means Scooby-Doo. Never had a, never had a relations with another puppy. Another he's dog. the virgin. He's probably the virgin. <laughs> All right. Isn't there more characters than that? Not really. I don't know. Well, there's like they introduce Scrappy, which is like his nephew, Scooby's yeah. nephew down the road, yeah, the little be- kid dog. Yeah, he becomes an evil villain. But they always win, so that that means the so it doesn't wins. follow this. Yeah, they, no, it doesn't. No, 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 no. That's what I was saying, but it it's, yeah. it's, <laughs> it makes sense because they all actually fall into okay. that same suit. So I'm just basically <laughs> waiting for that show to die, where they all die. Okay. So the scholar and Jules drive back, and there was a zombie in the RV the whole time, and he like he gets a fucking yeah. <laughs> st- uh, stab through the throat, and he crashes the RV into the water. She escapes, yeah, and uh, you think that it's all over, and then bam, a fucking bear claw lands next to her head, yeah, and you're like, holy shit, and it's that big motherfucker. At this point, they are, the the office is already celebrating, yeah, because as far as they're concerned, their part of the deal is done. Yeah, and in the background, you just see her getting tossed yeah. and fucking <laughs> throat, yeah. and everybody's drinking tequila, and right? Everybody, everybody's there. I found that pretty funny. And uh, the intern, <laughs> yeah, I love that part where it's like, uh, <laughs> yeah, are we gonna get that bonus? I don't know. Accounting's over there. Talk to them. I'm an intern. That's how I was at my internship. <laughs> like in like in lunches and stuff, everybody would be like there. I'd be like, yeah. I'm the intern. You kept trying to talk to people, and they're just like walking away from you. Yeah, them. they're like, oh, yeah. hey, what's up, 28-year-old intern? <laughs> now, here's another problem that I have. Uh, well, we should, we should mention the uh, – no, we shouldn't mention it yet. It's about to happen. Now, mm-hmm. they, they monitor everything, right? They mm-hmm. have cameras everywhere. They know everything yeah. that's happening at all times. How did they miss that Shaggy wasn't dead? Well, the camera angle they had was he got pulled on the other side of a hill and you heard a stab. So I think they assumed, but you're right, Adam. They should have, yeah, so they should have known they, that they don't he have a camera die. on that angle. Yeah. They, they have the whole, they have pheromones in every part of the entire forest just in case mm-hmm. they go that way. They didn't, they couldn't see that he's dead. There's no life support system. They don't have trackers on the zombies to find out what's happening with them. I don't think they had trackers on the zombies, no. By the way, these zombies have been used before. Yeah. What's the, so they, that means the people that they killed didn't fight back at all because some of these guys zombies got taken out. Mm, yeah. So they do they regenerate? Maybe they retire them. Maybe they just eliminate them. Mm. Because if this explains every horror movie, this could explain why every sequel, Freddy comes back, Jason comes back, Michael Myers comes back, oh, okay. Chucky comes back. They just, they just build a new one? Yeah. <laughs> all right. Or, or he just comes back again. Oh, th- oh shit! I even know something more meta. Okay, this could also explain sequels. This could also explain sequels in the way that why are there always sequels? Yeah. Well, because there's a new group of people who summon Freddy this time, or there's a new group oh, of people who summon okay. Jason right, right, or right. Michael Myers and stuff. Do you ever think of that? All right, interesting. Yeah. So yeah, we find out Adam that the stoner's still alive. Yeah, he rescues Jules from being killed, and and, and this is why the office gets upset. They're like, "You didn't follow procedure." Like, what do you yeah. mean you didn't follow procedure? Yeah. Which one? I'm like, oh, he's alive. Oh, no. so now now the 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 virgin cannot die because if she dies, everybody's fucked. Yeah, they need the stoner to die. Yeah, then he, he needs to die first, and then she can die if she wants or not. If she wants, but if yeah. they want, yeah. But the part I did like was in the middle of the party, you just hear ring, and Bradley Whitford and Richard Jenkins look at each other, and Bradley Whitford goes. Turn off the fucking music. Yeah. And he picks up the phone. He's like, yeah, well, we, uh-huh. we did, we did, we did it. What do you mean? What are you talking yeah, about? Yeah, we did it by the book. What are you talking about? There's someone still alive. And then you see that yeah. it's them. And you find out that the glitch from upstairs was him because right. he was messing with wiring. Oh. Well, I don't know. I feel like this is, it still should have been taken care of way before yeah. that. But yeah, you find out that the, the Shaggy's been messing with some wiring somewhere. Mm-hmm. And he found this mysterious elevator in the 
Were suppose in the graves? I don't know. Yeah, what, yeah. I don't know what that was about where they came out of. That's but they came out of the ground. Yeah. Yes. Well, he opens a casket, right, which leads him into that room where the elevator is. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But they came out of the ground. They didn't come out of that door. They did come out. Well, it's not necessarily. Well, I mean, like, there's different entrances, but it comes from the elevator. Right. No, I understand that's where they came from. But then, when when they when they first show up. They're clawing their way out of the floor. Yes. Yeah. Why can't the elevator go to the ground, an area where there's just dirt where they can crawl themselves out of? That's where they went. I understand that. But then there's also a door there. So why can't you use the door? There's, did you, did you <laughs> see, there's more than one elevator, though. No, there's only one elevator. There's more than one elevator. There's, there's different chambers, like the cube. Different cubes go to different parts. Yeah. And, like they, the, and, they, get, and they get moved around. Yeah. I'm just saying is that that's not the only elevator that goes up there. Right. Yeah, the merman wouldn't come through there. Exactly. Oh, okay. The merman will come through the lake. Yeah, so oh. they can move them to a different area. Okay, yeah. all right, very well. All and right, th- and this is you've successfully it. defended one part of my complaints. So far. Okay, <laughs> well, what other complaints did you have? Oh boy, moving on. And now we get to the elevator scene. Oh yeah, fucking love this. This is great. The you werewolf? see, you see a werewolf. You see a ghost. You see the the pinhead wannabe. Yeah, you see a that. I would love to just freeze frame that shot where it's the wide shot and you see everyone in the elevator. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I just want to see what they're referencing. Oh, yeah. Right. yeah. At, at this point, you see all the different choices that were yeah. possible. All the trinkets that were in that room mm-hmm. would have activated one of these hundred, maybe thousands even of, of monsters. Yeah. Which is like, that, that, was, that was a pretty cool scene. Mm-hmm. And uh, they get out of the elevator and uh, the SWAT team, these like black ops guys are chasing him. Yep. Trying to kill him, and they go into a room which apparently has bulletproof glass. And here's my problem with well, the movie. It's not really bulletproof. Here's my problem with the movie, Adam. Yeah. There's a button there that says purge. Yeah. Why the fuck <laughs> would this entire system have a purge button? Under what scenario would a purge be? Necessary? What scenario <laughs> would you need to clear every monster that yeah. could kill you out? Like, where is that scenario? The, yeah. Why not. would you even install that? Um. And. Why the fuck would it be secured with just, why would you just, one button, it's activated. Yeah. Why don't you do the Terminator 2 thing where you have to have two keys right, and exactly. lock it at the same time? Right. Even the president needs like three fucking sets of codes to launch a nuke. Right. Break the plastic. This is the code for this hour. Yeah. <laughs> like in Olympus Has Fallen, check that in the archives. Yes. <laughs> they have they have to get three codes from like three different people in, in the cabinet. Right. And then he has to do the fucking hashtag thing to stop it, and it has like the 10 second delay. Do you remember that? Yeah, yeah absolutely. But this thing has one button, one button, and I'm going to unleash every unholy fucking beast in the world onto you. Right. Why the fuck would that exist? Well, maybe it was fingerprinted. Why? Maybe it's a fingerprint, like you have to have the right fingerprint for it to work. No. She just pressed two buttons, but- it was- lifted a thing, and then purge. Yeah. It's like one of those giant buttons and that, that mad money guy keeps pressing when the, yeah. the, the CNN yelling, ah, sell, sell. It's, it's the, the what's giant- the staples? The help button? Yeah, exactly. It's- that. It's, it's just e- it's boom. an easy button. It's easy. There you easy go. Button. Yeah. Maybe. For all the monsters in the world. <laughs> so fucking madness okay. happens, dude. You see fucking Pennywise the clown come out. There's a unicorn. You see a giant kind of fucking dumb. cobra. Like unicorn. unicorn? You see fun. zombies. Like everything yeah. walks out of here. You know which ones I like the most? The mermaid. No, no, no. The uh, <laughs> the home invasion ones. The guys in the suits and tie with the white masks. Oh, that was that was, that was the um. Strangers. Yeah, it's it's a nod to them, the home yeah. invasion killers. Yeah. Those are my favorite. And then you see them in the camera, because also while this is happening, in several cameras you can see what's happening, Yeah, and they're they're pouring gasoline on a group of guys, and they're tying up with rope. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. That's badass. Yeah, th- th- there's some pretty awesome stuff happening in this moment. Yeah. I thought the mermaid thing was funny. Yeah. yeah. And then uh, every, everyone in the office dies, including your boy. He finally sees his merman. Yeah. <laughs> but he's great. He's like, <laughs> like oh, you've got to be kidding. Yeah. yeah. And then it starts, like, clawing at his neck yeah and the blood comes out of the blowhole yeah because richard jenkins mentioned oh you don't want to see a merman it's a hell of a cleanup job <laughs> yeah. you see why because the blood's coming out of the, the, yeah. the blowhole <laughs> so stupid and wait, uh wait, wait, wait this bulletproof glass uh, uh a bat just flies through oh yeah that's true I'm like all right mm-hmm. so are you bulletproof or you're not yeah adam what did you think They're of the unicorn proof the unicorn was stupid <laughs> I knew, I knew you wouldn't have liked as that. As soon as I saw a unicorn walking, like, what What kind of monster is that? <laughs> then he just stabs you with a unicorn and then walks away? Yeah. That was like, what the? F- mm-hmm. That was that was another thing, like, uh, take that out. Yeah. You don't need, don't need that. Mm-hmm. I thought that was fun. Those, those, were, those were a couple things in the movie that were like, all right, just take that out, fine, who cares, take that out. It's not necessary. The bat is, is that a nod to anything? Is there a unicorn horror no, movie? It's anywhere? just because it's, it's a mythological creature, and it's a plot. It's funny that because like unicorns is supposed to be this like magical like happy thing that mm-hmm. all girls yeah, like. Yeah, then and it turns like into a, a killer, right? 
Well, another, another so thing. So what the fuck? So you're telling me in that basement there's something that summons a unicorn? Yes. Are people like, oh my god, it's a unicorn, and then you just stab? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what, what would summon that? My guess. A horseshoe? My guess. Maybe. Maybe. My guess is not just revolving around just a unicorn. I think it's part of a crew. I think the unicorn has other things that go along with it. Or maybe like a rider? Yeah. Like there's something that rides the unicorn? Yeah, or a leprechaun or whatever else have you. A leprechaun <laughs> on a unicorn. Hey, there was the leprechaun <laughs> yeah. horror yeah. guy. Yeah. He could have yeah. been in the elevator. Yeah. Well, okay. know. yeah. Now, th- this is a thing that kind of bumped me a little bit. After so after thinking about it for a while, like, all right, where do all these monsters come from? Mm-hmm. And how do they get them in the cages? Mm-hmm. How do they feed them? Yeah. 13, what's 13 what? Ghosts. Thir- that was a great movie. Yeah. That's an answer that's to a, your question. That's a good one, Mr. I remember let him remember. Maybe we should watch it then. Oh yeah, that'd be that's, a good one. That's fun. That, that, that's a, that, that was a fun one. Uh, not according to Rotten Tomatoes. Is that right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> don't say it. Don't say so, it. Don't so say it. it qualifies for our show. Well, then again, I saw it a long time ago, so maybe yeah. I'll have different gripes. Yeah. This time around, but it just seemed like a weird. Like, all right, I, I get the whole the, the whole ah the, just, pre- the premise with the ancient ones. Yeah, but to, can't you just accept that in this world, yeah. our government somehow captured them? See, I was thinking like maybe they manufactured them, or I don't know. I just, I, I'm... but no, the chem girl says they're they're the they're the monsters from the ancient world, right? Yeah. So the ancient ones created the monsters. Yeah. Okay. To that... entertain us, because we're the ancient ones. I don't fucking know. Yeah. The, the whole ancient ones thing, although it's like it's it's cool. The idea of uh, gods that ruled the earth somehow decided, you know what? I'm just gonna hang out in the core. Yeah, I'm just gonna hang out there for a while, and I'll deal with one death every year. That's fine, a couple mm-hmm. deaths a year, okay. and I'll stay buried in the in the earth. Mm-hmm. Why? What, what kind of? If I'm a god, I'm gonna I'm gonna fuck shit up. I know. <laughs> I accept. At this point, you've accepted <laughs> that premise. Yeah, that, maybe that's why they waited so long to like the very end to yeah. bring it. Like, all right, because if you tell you at the beginning, it'd be like bullshit. Yeah. But it, if you feed you all this other stuff first, then it's gonna be like, okay, I'll buy him. They stumble into the into the where the stones are. And then the director reveals herself, and it's Sigourney Weaver. Yeah. Which I'm like, eh. I would have preferred Jamie Lee Curtis since she was from Halloween. She's okay. like the epitome of the final girl. Oh, I would have okay. preferred her. Oh, Because oh. she was the virgin in the Halloween movies. In Terror Train, she was the virgin girl. Okay. In, in uh, uh, fucking the prom, prom Night, she was the virgin girl. Okay. So she would have been like the perfect nod to be the director. Interesting. So the director explains all the exposition of like the old gods and shit. And she's like, he has to die. And then shit happens. Oh, that that one armed zombie girl comes in and well, first a werewolf sneaks kills. us on somebody. Yeah. Okay, it bites the virgin chick. Yeah, and and then uh, the the stoner shoots at it and right. runs away. This is this is another weird thing that it's just like uh, monsters, zombies. There's a, there's a lot of movies or, or in TV shows even where these creatures manage to sneak up on somebody somehow. Yeah. A werewolf is not a quiet sneaking animal. Yeah. A zombie is always ah yeah. ah. But it, uh, suddenly, like oh, she's right behind me. How did you not hear the zombie coming? Mm-hmm. Like for the past five minutes, walking slowly, breathing all heavy. Werewolf growling, just the the breath, the smell. How how could you not? A werewolf cannot sneak up on people. Yeah, yes, it can. How do you expect it to happen in any werewolf movie? It didn't happen. No, they're chasing you, and people know they're being chased. They're like, oh, fuck, I'm screwed. I need not, to get away from the werewolf. Not in every movie. Yeah, Dog Soldiers is one good answer for that one. Thank you very much. I don't know what that is. All right. <laughs> well. Another question Adam, I had. These these monsters. You can't just accept that <laughs> fucking werewolf shows up. Wait, no, it's just. Uh, these monsters are all out, and they're all attacking well, everybody else. Why don't the monsters attack each other? What are you uh, talking about the masters? The monsters. The monsters. Yeah. Why don't they attack each other? Why 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 don't the uh the the home invasion people attack the zombies or the zombies attack the home invasion people? I don't know. Well, I know why. Or the, or the serpent not attack the flying thing. Maybe because they're they're programmed to attack humans. Then why do they have to be in separate cells? They're not programmed. <laughs> or they're they they're unleashed to attack a human. I don't know. Yeah. These are all afterthought things. During the movie, I'm like, this is great. But after sitting there, after the credits, I'm like, all right, hold on a second. Yeah. I got some complaints. Well, they kill everybody. I mean, I'm, I'm, I mean, they literally kill everybody. I mean, at the end, I mean, you don't really see much moving except for the werewolf that got the guy at the bottom. Right. So, I mean, like, it could be that they just kill all the people and then they killed all the monsters because the people were weaker at the beginning. I don't know. I have the same complaint about zombies. Zombies eat each other. Zombies don't eat each other because they smell. They smell. (laughs) What? 
That's the worst <laughs> explanation I've ever heard. I know, right? <laughs> well, suppose supposedly um, in like mo- in like the game Dying Light, you actually if you or in some other zombie movies, if you put on like stuff that make you smell, yeah, like a zombie, you can actually walk freely right. among them. Walking yeah. Dead does it also. Yes, there you go. No, then that's your question. Nah, just it's 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 a side tangent. At this point, anyway, you just have to accept that. That that's yeah. happening. So Sigourney Weaver tells the kids, "Yeah, the stone, uh, Shaggy has to die to save the world." Yeah, so, five minutes left yeah. before the old gods. Yeah, before the sun rises. Yeah. Uh, so, hey, Virgin, kill kill the kill Shaggy, and she's like, she's about to, and then the werewolf mm-hmm. sneaks up on her somehow. Yes. And the- <laughs> well, I guess when you're focused and you're like thinking about something like that intensely. And and also stressed at the same time, there could be a chance where something could sneak up behind you. Okay. And uh, what if may, uh, maybe it's possible that it wasn't like growling at the time, and it was usually when animals try to attack someone, they don't really make much noise to begin with. And it's possible that because like they were actually running around, and she might have gotten like a bloody nose, she can't smell anything else at the time. <laughs> All right, I'll buy that happening one time, but it happens again seconds later. Not really. A zombie sneaks up now <laughs> on Gordy Weaver. Yeah. And, uh, and gets an accident. She gets an accident. Yeah. Well, yeah, because well, she's not necessarily like sneaking up. I mean, she's just doing what she normally does, walking up to the girl, the Sigourney Weaver. Eh. She's not really doing anything unusual. I mean, yeah, it's yeah, Sigourney Weaver should have been more careful. But I mean, come on. Yeah. Come on. <laughs> All right, fine. Who cares? So Sigourney Weaver dies, and uh... I had no problems with this. I actually enjoyed this a lot. Yeah, no, I enjoyed the movie too. It's just no, just this part specifically. Oh, okay. Yeah, this this part was kind of cool. So pretty much, it's over. It's Mm -hmm. all it's all done. They decide they choose to just let the world start all over again, right? Or however that Mm -hmm. works. Uh, All right, we let the gods come, and then you just see a giant fucking hand come through the ground. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Fifty times bigger than the cabin, and just smash it. Yeah, then it goes cabin in the woods. Yeah, that's that's the movie. Yeah, I feel like if they left that part out, it would have been better. No, he yes. needed that. No, I feel like if they left that they, like hand come out, I think it'd be better. They showed just enough. It, 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 well, they want you to see a scale of how big these old gods are. So in the, your mind, you're thinking like, "Fuck, these things could fucking destroy Earth." Well, yeah, but why does it have to be something so tangible as an actual object? I don't know. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> I feel like I feel like just because they're big doesn't mean they're gods. You know, I feel like it has to be something a little bit different, like they did with like the cult, like they did with Hellboy. And they showed all the the elder gods. It didn't look anything like human, and it didn't even look not even remotely big. But like yet also at the same time, we're the elder gods. <laughs> See, exactly. Now if we that were, was our hand. Yeah, but that's I'm, us saying we're tired of these shitty horror movies <laughs> using these same tropes. <laughs> all right. Okay. So you th- you think this was like an attack on horror movies? Because when you told me about it earlier, you said this is a love story to... Love letter. A love letter. In a way, it is. Because okay. it, it it makes you think like, oh, well, every horror movie I've ever seen, it explains why these characters act the way they do. Okay. So is it making fun of them? Yeah. Then? It sort of is. Okay. It's making fun of them while also paying homage yeah. to it. Okay. So would you guys recommend this movie to someone? I like this movie. I, I love actually this movie. recommend this movie to me. Yeah, people. I recommend it. Yeah? Yeah. You'd... I wasn't blown away, but I was like, "Yeah, it was, I was." I'm glad I watched it. It was it was a good watch. I don't regret watching it like okay. like grabbers. Did you have a what, uh, what was that? What did you, you say? A, did you have a turn off moment, Adam? Uh, no, no turn off moments. Like because right. they, they built curiosity very well all the way from the beginning. Okay, so I'm like, all right, I I I need to see what's going on. What's what are they? What's happening? How's this all connected? Okay, well, that's our opinion on the movie. Like I said at the top of the show, we have lots of them, but we don't have any credentials. Now we're gonna hear from people who actually have credentials. Do you want to hear from? Uh, Critics, the good reviews or the bad reviews? Uh, start with the bad, I guess. Okay. David Rooney of The Hollywood Reporter says, in order to subvert any popular form, entertainment first has to work on its own terms. Goddard and Whedon are too busy geeking out to bother with those requirements. <laughs> All right. Kyle Smith of The New York Post says, movies that mean to deconstruct movies seems to be made solely by and far for cinema vampires, those ghost face geeks whose pallor is rarely challenged by exposure to the sun. Whoa. That was that was harsh. Yeah. Yeah, and that went to us too. <laughs> Mark Olson of the Village Voice says, more than anything else, Cabin feels like the end game of so called fanboy culture in the way in which it's first and foremost about itself. Interested only in a fundamental adherence to rules of its own devising and fenced off from the world at large. Mm. They're just complaining about how meta this is. Okay. You know, I don't think I'm that pasty. 
To be a, considered a vampire? No. What the? Because in the review, he's talking about oh, okay. us. All right. Yeah. I didn't connect it. Okay. <laughs> uh, good reviews. Christopher Orr of The Atlantic says, A horror movie embedded in a conspiracy flick embedded in another horror movie. The most inventive Cabin of the Woods picture since The Evil Dead and the canniest genre deconstructive film since Scream. Huh. The Scream is very meta in how it references other horror movies. Yeah. Wasn't it with like the third one where the guy's like, Hey, this is what you got to do to survive? You got to make a, a threequel or yeah. you got to make a trilogy. That, yeah. was, like, that, that, was, that yeah. was too much. J.R. Jones of the Chicago Reader says, The climactic one-two punch of special effects chaos and meta movie chin stroking. Yeah, should have the fanboys <laughs> traveling with delight. <laughs> and Chris Vognar of the Dallas Morning News says, You needn't be a fanboy to enjoy the moment when the ride really takes off and the spectacle flowers. A scary imagination will do just fine. Okay. Yeah, I, th- I think once you, once everything got connected in a mm-hmm. way, and you're like, ah, oh, it's kind of like, all right, good. It, it took off in its own kind of, it was, it was a long journey to get mm-hmm. to a reveal that was, I think, Done well and went worth worth a wait. Rotten Tomatoes, this is part of the ga- game, part of the show, where I make the guys get to score on Rotten Tomatoes. For those of you unfamiliar with Rotten Tomatoes, here's how the scoring system works. It's a, cu- a cumulative average score amongst critics and audience members. Scoring system is 0 to 59 is rotten, 60 to 84 is fresh, 85 and above is certified fresh. So, grabbing your paddles, what would you guess are your official Rotten Tomatoes paddles? What would you guess the audience? Let's do the audience first. Us. Uh, the audience. Well, you, you already, I think you tipped your hand a little bit earlier by saying this wasn't do very well in the box office. Yeah. Just because a movie doesn't do good in the box office doesn't mean it's a bad movie. Yeah. Right, right. But John saying, Wick didn't do good at the box office. And John Wick was good. A what? Oh, Equilibrium too. Dum, dum, dum. Uh, let's see. And Josh Whedon has been known to make a lot of really good movies. <laughs> oh yeah, Josh Whedon. He's got a, he's got a huge base. And um, not to mention, this guy has has an actor called Thor in it now too. Well, no, this movie yeah. was filmed before he was Thor. I know, but this it is was also... only released because Thor came out. Oh, I understand that. But what I'm saying is, before Thor came out, but now this is a rolling amount of information for the movie itself. I'm gonna say so fresh. <laughs> what's your number? <laughs> you, you, you have a number there. Name uh, a number. Sixty-eight. Okay. Ah, why? Did you say that? Why would you do that to me? <laughs> you know what? Just say it. Seventy-two. It's seventy-three percent. It is fresh. All right. Now the tomato meter. The critics. Critics. Uh, I will say bad. Did not like it. I'll give them the rotten out of fifty-three. Sixty-seven. Ninety-one percent. Whoa. That's surprising. I think because they get the whole meta reference to other movies, but critics aren't good at that. I know they're not good at under- that, like understanding what the what the movie's doing. They're like, no, it's stupid. Ninety-one, dude. Wow, <laughs> wow. <laughs> Trivia. So how does it not do good then? It was rated very well. Just because a movie make the is sequels. good, just because a movie's good, doesn't mean it's going to make money. Um, no, they need something based on these. Uh, Birdman won Best Picture. They oh, didn't make that, any money at the office. Was, at the box office, that was a waste of time. I'm just saying, yeah. movies. Just okay. because a movie's good doesn't mean it's gonna make money. Birdman. All right, all right. Trivia. This is part of the show. Where I just throw a couple of little bits of trivia out. All right. The movie's opening sequence was a deliberate attempt by filmmakers Drew Goddard and Josh Whedon to confuse the audience and make them think they walked in to see the wrong movie. Oh. <laughs> huh. <laughs> That's cool. The thermal coffee mug slash bong was a fully functional mug and bong as portrayed in the film, the prototype of which costs over $5,000 to make. Wow. Huh. The entry date in the book they read from is April 4th. That is the same day that the George Orwell novel, 1984, begins. Ooh. In the tie-in book, The Cabin of the Woods, the official visual companion, Josh Whedon says that Hadley and Sitterson, those are the two office workers, represent the writers of the movie, Drew Goddard and Josh Whedon. Oh. oh. Because they're the ones coming up with the scenarios. Okay. So they're like so, writing the movie. As so let me nice. guess. The whole bit where they made Josh Whedon, I'm guessing he was the one that asked for a mermaid. I don't know. <laughs> that would have been funny. If it's like, I've always wanted a mermaid. Let's put it in the movie. Okay. Yeah. Here we go. <laughs> Among the possible choices on the facility's betting board are the following. Werewolf, Alien Beast, Mutants. Wraiths, zombies, reptilius, clowns, witches, sexy witches, demons, hell lord, angry molesting tree, which is a nod to Evil Dead, <laughs> giant snake, deadites, another nod to Evil Dead, mummy, the bride, the scarecrow folk, snowman, dragon bat, vampires, 
Dismemberment Goblins, Sugar Pump Fairy, The Merman, The Reanimated, Unicorn, Huron, Sasquatch slash Wendigo slash Yeti, Dolls, <laughs> Zombie Redneck Torture Family, The Doctors, Jack O'Lantern, Giant, Twins, and Kevin. Kevin. And John McClane. Hold on a second. Hold on a second. Hold on a second. Wait, wait. What was the last two again? Twins and Kevin. Kevin could be a reference to Sin City, the Elijah Wood character. Oh, nails. Okay. 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 I'm like, and Kevin. Like, who? Kevin, the guy from, like, the guy guy in maintenance? What? (laughs) Stats. We want to put this film into perspective with other more successful films that were released this year so we can get a feel of all. How well financially it held up to its peers. Okay. This movie cost thirty million dollars to make. Oh. Do you want to guess how much this grossed worldwide? Thirty million. That seems way low for all the crap they did. A lot of it was practical, and yeah. practical effects cost way more than CGI effects. Yeah, that merman was pretty yeah. bad. Yeah. Yeah, that was definitely not CGI. Mm-hmm. Uh, I liked it though. <laughs> I liked it. But you have to remember, the a lot of the this was shot before Thor, so he was a nobody. And the two office workers are probably the most well-known people in the movie. Yeah. So a lot of the uh, budget won't go to the cast because hmm. they're a bunch of like you know mm. young people, up and comers. Yeah. No, so th- this it is... grossed thirty million. I'm sorry. It made it cost thirty million to make. How much did you think it grossed? Okay. This is of all time. Yeah. Okay. Worldwide. So the foreign uh, and domestic. Based on its cult classicness, uh, <laughs> I'm gonna say one twenty. Okay. I would say seventy million over in the U.S. and seventeen million, not seventeen million uh, out of overseas. Wait, 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 wait! I need to revise mine. This <laughs> okay. came out in two thousand twelve. Yeah. Uh, so Maestro's eighty-seven million. I'm gonna I'm gonna go up to two hundred million. Okay. Uh, it grossed sixty-six point four million total. Oh. In the U.S., it grossed forty-two million. Overseas, it grossed twenty-four point oh. four million. Ah. Oh. This movie debuted in third place on the weekend of April third. I'm sorry, April thirteenth, two thousand twelve, with fourteen point seven million. The top two that weekend were The Hunger Games, the first one, and The Three Stooges. Interesting. The Three Stooges? Yeah. They beat this. Yeah, that was wow. number two. This is the eleventh, according to Box Office Mojo, Adam. Oh no! <laughs> I love these categories. It's not as great. Oh, okay. This is the eleventh highest-grossing horror comedy of all time. No, oh, okay. That's number one is Ghostbusters. That makes sense. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, I was. I consider that more like just straight out comedy. Yeah. This was the 80th, 80th, 80, 80th highest grossing film of 2012. Number one in that year was The Avengers, also starring Chris Hemsworth. I feel like this movie is older than it is. You, you said it was filmed a long time ago. Oh, here. Very good, Adam. This movie was filmed in like 2009, 2010. Okay. But they released it in 2012 because Chris Hemsworth became a well-known commodity. Oh. So, so they were like, oh, shit, we have – this guy turned out to be Thor. Now let's release it because people know who he is. A lot of studios do this. Interesting. They'll film a movie and they'll keep it on a shelf for years and then somebody will get famous and they're like, oh, yeah, release it now. Huh. Huh. Yeah. This I didn't know. Yeah. I didn't think they'd actually put that kind of money and put it away just for the sake of – Possibility, mm-hmm. yeah. Plus, I mean, it wasn't a bad movie. Why not release it? Yeah. Mm. Studios are stupid. Yeah. Well, that was Cabin in the Woods uh, from 2012, directed by Drew Goddard, and you could say Joss Whedon kind of helped direct. I had yeah. a feeling kind of helped direct. Um, check out other shows on the website ratpackpodcast.com. Follow hey, us man. on Twitter and Facebook. Twitter is at ratpackpodcasts. Yeah, Facebook is at ratpack or at uh, slash. Facebook slash Rap Hack Podcast. Also, the Spoilers Podcast is uh, the Facebook page for spoilers. Yes. So make sure you like that. Yeah. Send us an email. Tell us what some of your favorite horror movies are or what characters we might have missed in the elevator oh, scene. Yeah. Because I'm sure there's a lot. Who yeah. should have, who should have been on the list that we didn't mention? Yeah. Yeah. Send that to. I, I still think John McClane should be on the list because yeah. that means badass. Yeah. But he's also a good guy. Yeah, but you don't want to go against him. But you don't want. Why would you? But he <laughs> would want to go with you. We tell John McClane that everybody in the cabin is a bunch of Russians. Um, <laughs> so he's coming to kill you all. I don't think that's the case because usually they're German or John Wick. <laughs> Put John Wick on yeah. the list too. Send any suggestions <laughs> and any uh, monsters we might have missed to show at or the spoilers. 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 Spoilers at ratpackpodcast.com. Yeah. Check us out on iTunes. Check it out on the website. Leave us a review on iTunes. It really helps the show. If you leave us a review, whatever movie you want, automatically gets moved to the top of our list. Which is like why we Sea Salt. Yes. Yes. Sea Salt requested this movie, so his movie came to the top of the list. If you want us to review any movie you want, give us a review on iTunes. And Sea Salt, if you're listening, 
figure out what happened with the with the iTunes review, buddy, because yeah. uh, we can't see it. Just review it a couple more times. Get your friends also, yeah. just to make sure. Let's get it. It could be fun. Let's, uh, stock stockpile those reviews. Now, Sea Salt's got a bunch of other movies that we're going to be uh, reviewing. Yeah. Uh, one of which I'm not looking forward to. Yeah. Which one's that? Uh, it's an Adam Sandler movie. Which one's that? Uh, it's Hotel Transylvania. Why not? It's a good movie. It's Adam, <laughs> oh, it's Adam, it's Adam Sandler. That's, that's oh. all that I So just because Adam Sandler, you don't want to watch it anymore? Absolutely. I mean, what if it, ha- what about the other actors in the movie? What if they're actually pretty good and you want to watch that? One Adam Sandler offsets three Bruce Willis's <laughs> in the same movie. Really? If and there he, are three Bruce Willis movies and, and he's one not Adam even Sandler. In so wait, 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 are you telling me? Hold, let me take that back. I think I went over, I think I went too far. Uh, uh, I'll still watch it because it's Bruce Willis, but I'd be very upset about it. Okay. You know what they should do? They should make like Adam Sandler the bad guy and Bruce Willis the good guy, or vice versa. Yeah. yeah. Uh, well, Speaking of horror movies and Bruce Willis, yeah. his take as a general on Planet Terror, he'd mm. be a good bad guy. Ooh, yeah, yeah. He could do he, he does very well in good and bad. Mm-hmm. He's a good bad guy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Just because he's a bad guy doesn't mean he's, he's a bad, bad guy. guy. Yep. It's a record rough. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Eris lives. I think uh, we've, we've gone on to next week. We're gonna watch. Speaking of Bruce Willis, yeah, man. Lucky Number Eleven. Mm-hmm. This is a review. This is a request from our user in South Africa. Yep. Uh, what was his name? Kenya Martin. Martin. There you go. Sorry, Martin. Kenya Martin or Martin? His, his, his name is Kenya Martin. He wanted us to watch Lucky <laughs> Number Eleven. So check that out. It's uh, available to watch on Amazon. But like we said in the, earlier in the show. Yeah. Go to the web. Go to our website first. Go to Amazon. Check it out. Yeah. And. Uh, Get ready for Adam to bust the nut to Bruce Willis in that movie. Until next time, guys. Come on, Bruce. (laughs) This is Hollywood. I'm Adam. I'm Maestro.